When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so we have the car payment, the rent, utilities, and the repair bill. <sighs> what should we do? I know. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, we could have the money in our account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. Let me tell you, we have quite the episode in store for you today. We have Andrea Denver from Summer House joining us, and he's told all the tea on his new relationship. You're going to listen to this interview, and by the end of it, you probably will be able to figure out who his new girlfriend is. So first things first, though, before we get to him, let's start with our pop three this week. Coming in at number one is Britney's tell-all book. According to page six, Britney Spears has reportedly landed a $15 million book deal from Simon & Schuster. Uh, Publishing houses were in a bit of a bidding war. I mean, a bit. Come on, it's Britney Spears' tell-all. One source said the deal is one of the biggest of all time behind the Obamas referring to Barack and Michelle Obama's 2017 deal was worth $60 million. The book will reportedly have Britney writing about her career, her life, her family, and of course, her 13-year conservatorship. So far, neither Britney nor Simon & Schuster have confirmed the deal, but it's all over the internet, which means it must be true. You know, I was thinking about like working titles that Brit could have for the new book. How funny would it be? I saw this online. Someone said she should name her book, I must confess. Really just a troll job to Jamie Lynn Spears because, of course, we know she was going to name her book that, ended up changing it. Somebody said stronger than yesterday. I think if you're going to go with a Britney Spears lyric for her tell-all book, it should be you're toxic and then at like Jamie, Jamie Lynn, Lou Taylor. Like imagine she titles the book You're Toxic. And then on the front page, you know, where they normally write like this book is dedicated to all the people that helped me out along the way. She's like, I'm going to try to do my best impersonation of a Southern accent. I'm sorry if I completely botch it, but this is how I imagine it would go. This book is not dedicated to the people who made my life a living hell. Dad, Jamie Lynn, Lou Taylor. Instead, I'll take this opportunity to wipe my butt with all this money I'm about to make. Then I'll drop it off on your front porch. Leeches. That would be also an Instagram caption with no punctuation. Let's move on to headline number two because Corey Gamble is gambling at the club when it comes to getting a little touchy with some females that are not Kris Jenner. Corey Gamble and Kris Jenner aren't going to the club together. I hate to burst your bubble. But this past weekend, Kanye went in on Instagram, which, as we know, is Kris Jenner's long-term boyfriend. Allegedly, there's this video circulating of Corey kissing another woman in a nightclub. And you know what? Right now, you cannot find this video anywhere, which is interesting, isn't it? Because you know it exists, but you cannot find it anywhere. I remember somebody sent it to me on Saturday and I was actually in Cincinnati this weekend. I took a little trip down south from Cleveland and I was purposely not on my phone a lot because I wanted to enjoy my time, see my friends that I haven't seen in a long time. But I remember somebody sent it to me and I was like, oh my gosh, I should watch this before it's gone forever. And what do you know? Gone forever. So then Kanye goes on this 
rant on Instagram and he calls Corey Gamble godless. Huge long caption and then gave love to Chris. He said, I love Chris. This woman is a hero and she's done what she's had to do to protect her family and make sure they prosper, even if it meant telling everyone not to listen to me. He said, I respect her grind, her hustle, and her mind. Chris is one of the best to ever do it. Remember when Kanye West called her Chris Jong Un? I, that, that moment in pop culture history lives rent free in my brain. I think about it at least once a day. So meanwhile, Kanye had his Donda 2 listening party this week and he sampled Kim's Saturday Night Live monologue in it. It was like the line where she's like, I married the best rapper of all time. She says not only that, he's the richest black man in America, a talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. So that's over like some some dramatic music. There's a video of it on my TikTok. If you're on TikTok at Morgan P Talks, I posted it. And then right before we did this podcast, I go to check Kanye. Instagram because you got to keep up with it at least once an hour or you're going to miss something. And he's posting tons of the clothes that he has been wearing recently. The boots where I said it looks like he just got done painting his garage, the oversized black hoodies. And it's like this collaboration with Balenciaga and Gap. So it's like, I mean, were we really doing all of this to promote your new album and then to promote your new Balenciaga Gap collab? Oh my gosh. Please tell me that's not true. Let's move on to headline number three. And I know I'm getting through it fast today, you guys, but when I tell you we have so much tea to get to with Andrea Denver from Summerhouse, we have so much tea to get to with Andrea from Summerhouse. But right now it's about Aaron Rodgers. First time we've ever talked about a football player on the pod, a little change of pace. What's his deal? Is he in denial? Is he trolling us? Because last week reports came out that Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback and actress Shailene Woodley had called off their engagement. But then this week he posted this photo that says, gratitude is the wine for the soul. Go on, get drunk. And then a particular part of this caption was dedicated to Shailene. It said, thanks for letting me chase you after the first couple of months, after we met and finally letting me catch up to you and be a part of your life. He goes on to thank her for always having his back and for showing him, quote, what unconditional love looks like. I love you and I'm grateful for you. This post begs the question, did they split or is he toxic? Is he the guy that after you break up with him, he like love bombs you into thinking the split shook him up like so much that he'd get his act together and stop acting like a loser. I mean, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers was acting like behind the scenes, but I can, I can imagine. Shailene did not like the post. So I think that's very telling. It's giving, I love and respect Chloe vibes, you know, a la Tristan Thompson, like where you're just grasping at straws maybe. So I don't know what the deal is. If he did this, maybe to get some attention, if they're not split and he's just showing love to his fiance, or if they broke up and he's just being a little loser. All right, you guys, a quick pop three this week. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our deep dive. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. On the podcast, I open up the floodgates to my followers to submit a deep dive question. Every single Tuesday on my Instagram at Morgan P Talks, you can submit a deep dive question, anything you want me to dive deeper on. So this week it's about Marissa and Riley, who we know have split, but Deandra from Bachelor Nation is stirring the pot a little bit. Kim has this week's question. Hey Morgan, this is Kim from Ogden, Utah. Can you break down the drama between Riley, Marissa, and Deandra? What does Deandra know about the split that we don't? Love the podcast, love you on Instagram, and love you like a sis. Love you like a sis, Kim. Can I just say this is why you're my people. I have never told anyone to say love you like a sis. You all just do it. And I cry every single time. And I love y'all like my sisters. Okay, a quick recap. Riley and Marissa got engaged on the previous season of Bachelor in Paradise. They announced their split via people earlier this year. You know, the whole give us privacy. 
We've heard it all before. So then we have Natasha, who was on the beach with them, is one of Marissa's good friends. And she's on the Clickbait podcast, like a Bachelor Nation specific podcast. And we all thought we had cracked the code because she went on her podcast and gave details about their split. She was like, you know, Marissa had a hard time adjusting to life in New York City, basically saying that Marissa dropped everything and moved to New York City and it wasn't as easy as she thought it was going to be. We thought we were moving on. We ain't. We ain't moving on because this was all brought back up because Riley posted a really long Instagram caption. I feel like half of this podcast is reading Instagram captions. Nobody wants to read your book, Riley, on Instagram. So here's the cliff notes. It takes time for him to heal. It was one of the most difficult times. Thanks his friends and family for being there for him. And then he says to my very passionate Bachelor Nation fans who reached out to offer support, just know that I saw and appreciated every word. Fine. So here comes Deandra, who was one of my favorites originally on Pilot Peter season, but was on Paradise with Natasha, with Marissa, with Riley. And Deandra and Marissa are really good friends. Deandra somewhat spilling the tea here. After Riley posted that on Instagram, she wrote this on Twitter. She says, It's not okay by any means to be the catalyst of your own demise and then go onto socials and ask for the public's sympathy. There are always two sides to a story. Okay, that's tweet number one. Tweet number two. She says, I'm not an inherently messy person, but when I see things in real time and then see someone skew that perception for social media, it's very scary. Marissa, she either retweeted him or she liked them. One of the two, I can't remember specifically. But this isn't the first time that one of Marissa's friends has said something about their breakup. Demi tweeted on February 3rd, y'all got Marissa and Riley's breakup so wrong. And then, of course, people were replying to Demi saying like, well, are you doing this for attention? What's this about? She said, I want attention. No, I'm mad at the BS being portrayed. I don't want to talk about it because it's stressful and not my business to tell. But look deeper. Listen to your intuition. Anytime someone says anything about intuition, where does your mind go? Because my mind goes to cheating. That and the Joel song. Follow your heart. Your intuition. At least once a pod, I break out into song and I kind of like it. Here's the thing. At this point, I'm not trusting anybody with this information but Marissa. You know, if she wanted to set the record straight, she would. And we've all been there before where we hate our best friend's exes and we just want to rip them limb for limb. Sorry, I'm watching Yellow Jackets, so like all of my thoughts are a little dark right now. Um, lols. But by this point, if Marissa hasn't said anything herself, I don't think that she ever will. So to me, it's now just kind of annoying. And I don't think Marissa is like, Hey, Deandra, will you tweet this? Or Hey, Demi, like, will you tweet this? I don't think that's going on at all. I think they're just being good friends, trying to stick up for their friend when Riley's trying to paint this picture of maybe what it really wasn't. And any good friend would be protected. But publicly, this is just going to keep going around in circles until someone says, you know, this is what really went down. Riley did X, Y, Z. Riley was whatever, whatever, whatever. And then of course, Riley would have his side of the story. It's like, so what do you want to do? Do you want the world to know what really happened or do you want to keep it private? Because at this point, to me, it's like in the middle. If you want me to care about it, make me, but don't keep saying these vague things because we're just going to be on the hamster wheel forever. Do I want to know what really went down between Riley and Marissa? Of course, we're all invested in how they fell in love on national television. But at the same time, sprinkling breadcrumbs. I want a full freaking meal. I'm a grown woman. I'm not getting full off some breadcrumbs. And I've said this before. I just never really trusted Riley a hundred percent. He seemed like a bit of a smooth talker on the show, kind of said things that people wanted him to hear. And I don't know, that could be an opinion that is way off base. And maybe I just have dated guys with no emotion, but sometimes I was like, no guy would ever really say this except for David. David is a baby angel and he's really good about sharing his emotions. 
while we are still getting breadcrumbs about the Riley and Marissa split, we're not getting a full meal. And we're out here starving in them streets. All right, you guys, that is this week's deep dive. I am so excited to have my next guest joining us to talk all the things. And I mean all the things. You are going to get the tea here today on Morgan's Pop Talks. You know and love him from Bravo's hit show, Summer House and Winter House, The Washboard Abs, The Coffee King, The Italian Stallion, Andrea Denver. Okay, Andrea, where in the world are you right this second? Because I feel like every time I check your Instagram, you're somewhere different. (laughs) Hello, Morgan. You're welcome. I'm in New York City, but I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to Hawaii, then LA, back back to New York for two days, off to Florida. Busy man. And I feel like last week you weren't even in the United States, right? Yeah, I just came back from Argentina, actually. I <laughs> I came back from Argentina that went straight to the Bravo studio to to film like uh, a confessional. So it's been a pretty intense week, but you know. Well, thank you for I making can, uh, time for a little old Morgan Page over here. That makes me very happy. I mean, I'm, I'm honored. So <laughs> it's all good. I'm happy to be here. So I want to get a little bit more of your backstory before we start talking about the show, because as somebody who is in a long distance cross-continental relationship, anytime somebody ends up in the States, I'm like, Ooh, how did they do that? So how did you end up in the States from Italy? I mean, to be honest with you, I have been coming to the United States since I was a kid. I have family in the U.S. I have family in, uh, Miami, DC, and LA. So I started coming to the US when I was like five years old, back in 1996. And so I always wished to to come live in the States. You know, I'm always been a fan. You know, my parents were coming with me. They've been a lot of times. And finally, after I graduated from university, I had the chance to to come for study, but it didn't take long. <laughs> For me to get scouted and I got scouted like uh, by Wilhelmina models on a beach in Miami and you know like uh, I found myself like uh, start modeling with a working visa so I had the chance to like finally leave leave in the United States my dad was like totally supporting me like it was like listen if you have the chance like you have the documents to leave there just go for it you know and, you know, at that point, I felt good because, like, you know, at least I had a degree in my pocket. So I didn't feel guilty, like, uh, uh, about the fact to start, like, um, something new. And then I've been living here for the past eight years. That's amazing. I have to imagine the pandemic was pretty tough for you. I mean, I know for us, you know, David was not allowed to come to the United States because he's not a citizen. I don't know how it would work for you. Were you able to come and go from the States or did you have to stay here? I- no, actually, that is an interesting story because right before pandemic, I went back to Italy to be part of the Celebrity Big Brother in Italy. And when the pandemic hit, I was actually on the show. And I skipped the first two months of pandemic because I was like, the show was like three months long and I made it from first day to the last day. So for the first two months, they warned us that something was happening, but we didn't realize like what was really going on. And it was the first time on uh, on the show that they let us also speak to um, to our families because, as you know, like in the celebrity brother, you have zero connection to the exterior world. So it was really touching moment. You know, it was really emotional because we had the chance. Like we we were literally knowing, don't like know what was happening out there. It was a crazy time. I finished the show in April, mid April, two thousand twenty. There's like no cameras, no nothing, and then you go out, and the whole entire world has changed. It was crazy. Like we we came out of the show as I said. I was like, I made it the final and you know they we came out of the door of the house they gave us they gave us gloves and they gave us like uh, a mask and then put us back in a car there was no cars around because it was a completely total lockdown in italy and it was shocking because you know when i left in january you know the world was normal and when i came back to you know real life in uh in April, like, it was a completely different world. I mean, was that scary? I feel like I would be petrified. I mean, it was shocking because also, like, you know, as I said, they warned us about what was going on. But it was really hard to understand. And, you know, I had a girlfriend in the United States. 
my life was in the United States. So they were giving me information about Italy. So at least I knew how my parents were doing, but I didn't know anything about the United States. And I was wondering, like asking, and they didn't want to tell me anything. It was really like a tough moment. And uh, then as soon as I came out, the first thing I did, I was like jumping on the phone with my dad, with my mom. And then I called my girlfriend uh, at the time in the United States. And, you know, I started like reading and realizing like it was a five hours car ride because, you know, planes weren't mm-hmm. working, train weren't working. They le- literally gave us each one of us like a private driver. And, you know, the drive from Rome to Verona was like five hours. And I spent those five hours like overnight reading and uh, updating myself on what was happening in the world. It was crazy. That is crazy. So you said your girlfriend at the time was in the United States, so you couldn't see her at all? No, believe it or not, even though we're friends, we haven't seen each other since before the pandemic. So did you guys break up because of the yeah. pandemic? Basically, yeah, we did. You know, it was really hard because I was on the show for three months without speaking. And then, you know, other three months passed by. And, you know, even like I told her that I would find a way to to see her. Like she preferred to go a different way. But, you know, we reconnected. We're really good friends. And, you know, like everything went well. But it's crazy that I haven't seen her since then. Really. That is crazy. I mean, David and I, if you're listening to the pod, you know, my boyfriend lives in London. He's originally from South Africa. But, you know, we were back and forth constantly. And then all of a sudden, you just couldn't. So in the span of 16 months, he and I saw each other for 10 days out of 16 months. Wow. So relation, I mean, crazy. relationships in the pandemic in general were just hard. But, you know, U.S. to the U.K. is just the same. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, it was really heartbreaking because we were together on and off for like a couple of years. But, you know, she met my family, met her family. You know, I, I loved her family. And she came to Italy a bunch of times. You know, I used to go to North Carolina a lot. Uh, I mean, she was living in New York, but we used to go to visit her family in North Carolina. And, you know, that's not how you want, like, a relationship to mm. end. Things weren't meant to be. And uh, I'm glad that at least, you know, we're still friends and everything is cool. Like, you know, like, uh, sometimes she she calls me and tells me about her, like, love life. And, you know, I'm, it's okay. You well, know? none of I'm, my... I'm glad they were None of my exes like me. So at least you guys stayed, you know, <laughs> nice to each other. No, I actually... I'm actually in pretty good terms with all my ex-girlfriends. I feel like it's impossible to be mad at you for... I mean, like even if i'm not saying that you would ever (laughs) cheat on somebody but i feel like even if you did i'd be like it's okay (laughs) i had my bad experience in the past you know like uh, i wasn't always an angel i gotta be honest (laughs) with that you know it's part of life you you learn from your mistakes you grow up and uh, you try to become a better version of yourself Mm -hmm. and but i feel like in keeping really good terms with all of them literally all of them except one that but you know it was like my teenagers like girlfriend and uh, she's been married for like 10 years now with like five kids she was actually my first american girlfriend and you know because she wanted to respect her husband and i totally agree with that like with that like she felt uncomfortable like to keep in touch with me and i respect that. awesome well i want to get to some stuff that i learned about you while doing my research and this actually was on the last episode of summer house but i did have it in my notes before the episode aired because your last name is not really denver so tell us what it was and how you got to the last name Denver. <laughs> it's related to actually my first American girlfriend. We go back to 2007. I was 16 years old. She was 18. And I was on one of my holidays in uh, in the United States. And uh, she showed me Facebook. I didn't know what Facebook was. It wasn't <laughs> a thing in, in Europe yet. It had come like a year, two years after. And so she was like, oh, you got to create a profile. It's so cool. Like, you know, because I knew my space, but I didn't know Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like a stupid, like social media. It wasn't a thing back then. So instead of putting Salerno, which is my real last name, I put Denver because I'm always been a huge like Denver Nuggets fan since I was eight, eight years old. And then I left like that. People started calling me Denver. You know, <laughs> I came to the United States and I started modeling. Like people were like, oh no, keep the foreign name. It's better. Like it sounds better. So I kept it and, you know, I love the Nuggets. I, I like Denver as a city as well. I know people, some people prefer my real last name, but I, I like it. I like it too. It sounds like a stage name and you would think all this thought went into it behind the scenes, but really it was, no, I like the Denver Nuggets and that's going to be my Facebook name. I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Like, you know, like uh, back in the days, Carmelo Anthony used to play for them. So it was like really gold era of the Nuggets. And, you know, it's the truth. It was casual. It was really casual, but uh, it became, a statement. I also found that you were in a pretty humongous Taylor Swift music video, Blank Space. You know, Taylor goes through, I'm like watching this looking for you. Taylor goes through, she's got her little crazy face. And then at the end, 
we see Andrea Denver come out of the convertible and you are Taylor Swift's <laughs> next boyfriend in the video. How did you land that? Did you meet Taylor? I mean, I have a million questions. Okay. So I want to tell you something. I used to be, I'm still am the one of the biggest Swifties. <laughs> like I, I've been a Swiftie since 2006 <laughs> from her old like uh, country days, like music. Be like she became known in Europe, like at least in Italy in 2010. I knew her already from 2006. <laughs> I remember when she did like a, ca a cameo in like in the cameo in like the Miley Cyrus movie. Nobody knew who she was in Italy. I perfectly knew her. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's Taylor Swift. When I got the chance to meet her, it was like a dream becoming true, like truth, like reality. I don't know how to say. And uh, I was really excited. We shot actually like an hour away from New York City. I landed that direct book which was amazing actually it was on my first day in new york wow City. so my first time yeah my first time months i was living between miami and la and then you know like people agents were like you gotta go to new york that's where you can make it big even though i love new york but at first i was like no i want to live the beach life <laughs> you know i want to be in the warm weather but you know i ended up moving to new york my agent at the time made me find in my in my building a letter telling me that I just got like booked for the for the for the video music video and I would have been like the second like uh, leading man two days after I I was on set with her that your first and, uh, day in New York that is the American dream in a yeah. nutshell it's funny because my first job in the U.S. like a J-Lo video <laughs> when I first like signed <laughs> in Miami and then when I first got to New York with a Taylor Swift video, like that year, 2014, like it was, it was a good year. <laughs> so which one was better, the J-Lo video or the Taylor Swift video? I like, you know, I love Taylor Swift. So it was beautiful to <laughs> yeah. see her in person. You know, she was like my my dream girl back then. I think she's beautiful still, but like back then, I was like, oh my gosh. I would have loved to be a real boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say, J-Lo was like, so sweet. I spent two days working with her. It was a bunch of guys, but like me and another guy were like uh, the only two guys that were like booked for both mm -hmm. days. So we had the chance to hang out with her a lot and she was amazing. She was like so kind, like down to earth, like she was funny. And so I had a great time. So I definitely had more chance to interact with her than Taylor Swift, but still, like, you know, Taylor Swift uh, is a special part of my heart. Yeah. And I mean, when you're comparing which Place. videos, you know, what's better, Taylor Swift or JLo, it's like they're both freaking amazing. Come on. <laughs> I know they are. They're both two, two icons. And, you know, I just couldn't believe that that video Black Space made it so big. It's like, I think it's the, like her most popular video, one of the most popular videos that she ever, like, you know, ever recorded. It's crazy. So, I mean, did you know that you wanted to do reality TV or did you just kind of fall into it? I actually was saying like on another podcast about it, like people always told me that I should have done it, to be honest with you. I just feel like I was too young. And, you know, I got a lot of proposals through the years, uh, especially for dating shows, like all like even in Italy, like uh, in America. And I've never been too much into that. Like, I feel like it's it goes only one way. And I wanted to have more freedom. So I always like decline all those like invite to those kind of uh, TV shows. When I did my first one in the in the UK, it was like a. Uh, a brief like appearance like uh as a contestant in uh circle in the uk season two i liked it i liked it i felt comfortable you know like i was like in the studio with the host you know then i was like on oh, no, one of the episodes it felt good and then you know they called me in italy because of like my modeling career like on the celebrity but like they wanted me on the celebrity be brighter and that's where i really felt comfortable you know i was on tv for 92 days like you know i was always live and people get the know the chance like to mm -hmm. know you to because they spy you all day long. And then, you know, I did a few appearances there, like on TV, like talk shows and stuff. And I, I liked it. But, you know, what I do always like in, in life, I do things that I feel like doing. So if I like it, I'm going to put my entire self there. If I don't like it, I'm just going to like, you know, decline. And I just want to feel comfortable with what I do. It's always been like that, even in, in my back in my school days. <laughs> 
when I was, I had to choose like which subject was my favorite <laughs> or what I had to study or like put more effort into. Yeah. Well, I think you're a great fit. I saw somebody said it and you reshared it to your Instagram story. You're just very easy breezy. Like you're a character that is essential in both winter house and summer house. And we'll get into the show a little bit now because I did see that winter house yeah. two starts filming like this week, but I did not see your name on the release. So can you tell us if you're going or not? No, from tomorrow I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Hawaii to relax for a few days, and I'm not going to Vermont. So why not? Uh, I started dating recently, and really important person to me. And you know, like, is it just maybe a situation that in this part of your life you wouldn't want to put yourself in? Yeah, like you know, it's probably a different reasons. Like I feel like on one end, I feel like it's a really important moment because, like you know, I just reconnected with this person that was already part of my life before. I really care about her. Like it's too fast for me to to go like on another vacation, like uh, filming with my friends and stuff. So on one end there is that, and also on one end, you know, like maybe some people prefer me single. <laughs> and but you know, like the truth is, like I I felt that need, and uh, it's not a need. Like I felt like something like coming from inside that you know, like I so you can't control that. You can't control those kind of feelings. And you know, like I know some people would like me. To be to be single, but at the same time, you know, if my heart belongs to someone, I'm, I'm happy like that. You know, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and I think that you know, you say some people might prefer you single, but Andrea, I feel like everybody wants you to be happy, and they want to see you succeed in relationships as well. I don't think that you're you're just the single hot Italian. You know what I mean? I I mean to be honest with you, it's, I really appreciate these words that you just said because like they mean a lot to me. I I hate when like, and I always say that when people just want to like, you know, portray mm-hmm. me just because of my looks or like want to like think about me in a certain way. Cause you know, like the truth is like, uh, I'm a goof. Like <laughs> I love making fun. I like embarrassing myself. I don't care. Like that's how I am. That's how I am in my everyday life. And you know, as you said, what it matters like me and happy. And you know, like, yes, I know that I can be fun as a single guy. You know, my personality is being flirt. I'm, I'm a, I like to flirt anyways, like in general, but I don't do it with harm. Like, you know, I'm like, it doesn't have to be with harm. Like when you flirt with somebody, it's just like, you know, sometimes like the person, like the, your personality. But as you said, I'm happy right now. So that's the thing that matters the most. I don't think anything like can reach that level. So I'm happy that if, you know, if I'm not going to be on that on the winter, I was totally fine. You know, I'm, I'm happy on, on my end. And uh, that's like what like fulfill my days and makes me feel better. Well, let's go back to the first season since we know you're not going to be on season two. Everybody kind of already knew each other. So how do you feel coming into that situation being, you know, the new kid? I honestly felt really calm. <laughs> I usually I usually don't have too much issues like to, you know. Accustom myself to a new environment. I knew Julian Gabby from seven years, so that definitely helped. Believe it or not, the thing that helped the most was like me walking to the house and see drunk cow <laughs> coming up to me, like <laughs> hugging me, like acting like he knew me from a long time. And then, you know, I felt like when he came up to me like that, I felt I'm like, okay, I can definitely do this and, you know, like get to know everyone and, you know. Then you see how fast things escalated and, <laughs> and I had a great, I had a great time. I felt comfortable right away. Okay. Now I know that you do have a new lady in your life, so we won't talk about Paige too much, but I would be doing a disservice to my listeners if we didn't talk about her a little yeah, bit. Don't worry. Now don't I had worry. a lot of people ask me in my DMs if you would be willing to give more insight on what happened between the two of you after Winter House and before Summer House. So however many months that was, three, four yeah. months, what was going on between the two of you there? It was it was about like four months and a half. We came back like right before mid-March. And we started hanging out for, I would say, like 10 days, like mo- almost every day. We went out like with group of people, you know, there was also Craig and Austin, Sierra, and then, you know, like Kyle and Amanda too. And we also went on like dates, just the two of us, you know, like did some movie nights and sleep over. And, you know, it was great, you know, like a lot of people like felt, felt like I was leading her on on the winter house. The truth is like, I just wanted to be cautious. Like, you know, we were there only for two mm-hmm. weeks and in two weeks is hard for, to tell like how you feel about a person. And you also want to see yourself in your everyday mm-hmm. life, not on a vacation. So I was feeling a lot of pressure from everybody. Keep asking me, what are you going to do? Like, 
the truth is like I always tell Paige, like, you know, I want to see you in the city. And, you know, the truth is also like from day one to the last day they were in Vermont, you know, when I came to Vermont, I just came back to the US. And yes, I was talking to multiple people. But by the end of like Vermont, I really wanted to give it a chance and see like how things would have like evolved in the city. And unfortunately, like they didn't, like, things didn't go well, but uh, it was cool. Like, you know, I didn't want to put her any pressure. So she kind of like, you know, fade away and kind of like, not ghosted me, but you know, she started like answering less and stuff. So I didn't want to like put pressure and all that kind of, of like person. I don't want to suffocate anybody and not territorial. She wanted to be single. You know, she wanted to keep her options open, see multiple people. I respected that. And, you know, I I was totally cool with it. But then, you know, in the meantime, you know, I met like someone. I felt great about that person. I had a really good time. So I really put like Paige behind. And uh, just like, you know, a lot of things happened into my personal life close to like in at the start of the summer. So I kind of like lost track. Uh, things you know like i stopped seeing that person you know it was a really really important summer to me at the end of the day when i got to the entrance i saw Paige for the first time after four months and a half you know i i don't know we clicked right away like i feel like the fire was still there we got back to those vermont days and started flirting again but at the same time you know like i knew uh, about craig and i just wanted to understand what was happening and you know she told me we're not uh exclusive and stuff so i felt comfortable like flirting with her and see like if we could have gone somewhere but like you know at the end of the day she she felt more close to she felt closer to to craig and she she decided to start dating him exclusively and you know i'm really respectful i care about the both of them you know i didn't want to like bother anybody or like uh, be disrespectful and so I was happy for them and I'm still happy for them. I feel like it was meant to be like that. And I feel like great for all of us. Like, I feel like he opened my eyes on what I want in life. I opened my eyes about like certain choices that I made wrong in the past. And, you know, I feel like they were meant to be. It's all good. And I'm glad that I'm still friends with the both of them. Now I have two questions, two follow-up questions. The first one is the, yeah. is the person that you're talking about before the summer, the person that you're dating now or two different people. I'm going to spoil you a couple of <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Oh, that's a Morgan P. Talks exclusive, folks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And my second question, I have to imagine that you read the headlines. I mean, at what point did you know that Craig was in the mix? I mean, as I said, like on during the summer, you know, I I spent my I decided to spend my 30th birthday between Miami and Charleston. I took a, a, a week off and it was a few days in Miami. And then on my actual birthday, I flew to Charleston to celebrate with Austin and Craig. Because, you know, you guys didn't see much, but we became really close in Vermont. We had literally a blast. So I went there to celebrate my actual birthday with them. And the rumors were, were already, was already mm -hmm. out. At the same time, you know, like, I didn't want to, like, have that kind of conversation because I wanted Craig to approach me, you know, telling me about about their situation between him and Paige, but it didn't happen. We had a great time. It was a great, I had a really fun birthday with them. And then I, I kept reading through like May and June, but at the same time, you know, I was leading my life. I was happy on my own and I was just going with it. But of course, when we got to the Hamptons, like I wanted to find out from Paige, like what was happening. And she told me it was an exclusive. And, you know, I also told her, listen, I, it's so nice to see you. Like, you make me happy like i love like joking around with you flirting around you know like but of course if you ever feel uncomfortable like you feel like you're leaning towards craig just let me know and she ended up doing that so like i totally respect that and uh, i'm glad that also at the same time i was able to have a conversation with craig and everything went well with, with Paige. it was more the moral side as i said on on mm -hmm. summer house you know because i believe in friendship and, you know, I care about my friends. So all I wanted was like, you know, a phone call or something. It was like, bro, you know, I'm like, start like talking to Paige. And it's totally fine with me. I just, like, you know, Paige and I were meant to be. The conversation between you and Craig at Summer House in the bedroom. You handled the whole situation extremely maturely for all the turmoil that was really going on behind the scenes. Were you? upset with craig than what you portrayed no it's it's literally all about trust i believe in friends like i have 10 best friends all but most of them actually would say most of them like all in italy we've been friends for like 20 years 
And I really believe in friendship and I'm always open to make new friends. And I'm happy that, you know, I made a lot of like, like I made some new friends like during the winter and during the summer, you know, I really hope to keep this friendship. And I'm telling you, I wish you guys could have seen, but like Austin, Craig and I were really, really a thing in uh, in Vermont. So, you know, we spoke about like going to Italy together, you mm-hmm. know, they know that we're going to do it at one point, you know, doing things together. And all I wanted was just like, him to to have a chat with me that's all so it wasn't like i wasn't mad i was just like disappointed about the moral side of uh, of the thing are you still as close with austin and craig as you were then yeah i mean uh i feel like austin and i were like on amazing terms craig and i was the same but of course like you know we haven't been talking as much before but like you know like i was in atlanta a few weeks ago i was like doing a layover there so we're texting about like meeting up if there was the chance but you know then his flight got canceled you know, I feel like we're in great terms and we're still friends. And once again, I really hope we can go on that trip. You know, <laughs> we were talking about like uh, during the Christmas holidays and, and stuff. But of course, like, you know, I am really respectful and I understand also like sometimes it could be awkward. I feel like more for him than for me, like about the the whole situation. But like, like I'm really happy about uh, Ivan Page. You know, I'm happy. Like they seem happy and uh, they seem like a great fit. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. So what made you more upset? Getting kicked in the head by a random person or Craig not returning your phone call? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the kick was bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys, you guys barely saw what happened. It was bad. It was really Okay, bad. So if we barely uh, saw what happened, tell us the behind the scenes details. I was locked in a bathroom for one hour <laughs> without being, not being able to speak. I was shocked. I was literally having chill. It was, it was terrible. That's so sad. I swear it was one. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Because they made it short like that. Yeah, like off to the bedroom. I was literally sitting in Cal's and Amanda's bathroom for one hour, not being able to speak. It, it was awful. I want to be, resp- I like to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. I was guilty to push her friend in the water. There was no arm. The, the team of the party was a wet, wet and wild mm-hmm. party. Like I, I like I didn't know the girls, but I knew they were staying with a person that I knew, and they were staying like ten minutes away from the house. So I felt like, oh, if they're gonna go somewhere, like you know, they can change quickly, you know. Like, and we were just trying to have fun. I wouldn't never. I threw a lot of like people in the past in the water, and I got thrown in the water many times, and I never had that reaction. Oh my god! And if a phone got broken, I like which I didn't find out until later. I would definitely pay for it. That's the least of the issues. So the behind the scene is like me crying, <laughs> not crying, even crying. Yeah, like me not being able to speak and cry on a bathroom floor for one hour. And then I went to to my to my bedroom, and then when you know people started checking on me, <laughs> but like uh, it was pretty brutal. And the Craig thing, you know, as I said, I love Craig, and it's all good. It's just like I once again, I just. I consider him a good friend of mine. I just wish like we could have that conversation earlier. I mean, so the answer to the question is the kick to the head, like by a mile. I was in shock. I can imagine. That's all. I mean, no, you would not think that somebody was, would literally kick you in the head at a party. Especially, you know, I was just, I was talking to Paige and I see this girl coming. I think she smiled on me at first. I was really confused. And then all I know, (laughs) a slap and a kick. Was that hard for you to watch back? Uh, like, did you did you semi relive it in your head? A lot of things are when you watch them after a few months. They are to like to watch. I got it. But yeah, it definitely was. Uh, it was hard, but at the same time, I'm happy that it was like really short, so I didn't have to revive all that <laughs> situation that I really, really went through in that bathroom and you know, in those like two hours, like following that. Uh, that moment what else is like a little tough for you to watch back i mean do you sit down on a monday night and watch it like in real time with the rest of us i see a couple is there anything that's like still <laughs> yeah. kind of tough for you no as i said the entire summer inside me was tough and you haven't seen yet but you know there's a lot going on in my head you know like I had a lot of solo time because, you know, like I was working a lot, so I didn't have any time to go out during the week, see people. It was a lot of like things happening in my head. I didn't see my family. There was a lot going on in my head. But I think also like looking back at the summer, I feel like the more I mature what happened, the more I feel like better and grateful for mm-hmm. it because I feel like it was a really thoughtful summer for me. I think I learned a lot of life lessons. So it's hard. 
because you know you see something and you know what was going on in your mm-hmm. head and so that's hard to to think about it but uh other than that you know i try to always have a positive mindset and you know keep telling myself that you know everything happened for a reason yeah and i mean we see in the trailer that you, you know, have a, a breakdown moment where maybe it becomes too much, but I won't ask you about spoilers on that because I know you won't tell me anyways. I mean, it wasn't for pay. It, wasn't for it pay. was not. I said that before. I think it, it was not. Oh, okay. Because she, she knows to that. us, it, it kind of seems like it is about Paige. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't about hmm, her. Interesting. It wasn't about her because I, as I said, I'm a really respectful person. You know, I'm not one to like force anybody to be with me like you know i respect it like i respect her decision when he, she said like you know i i want to start like being exclusive correct yeah there's totally i respected that you know of course i feel sad inside because you know i i was attracted to her and you know i feel like we had a good thing going on and would it be nice to explore that but at the same time you know like I, I accept it because uh, she likes somebody m- like more. It's totally fair, yeah. you know? But yeah, it wasn't for uh, That's some tea. I didn't know that. So would you say, I don't know what it is about that you have that moment. I'm sure I'll find out. But was there anyone in the house that really helped you navigate through the entire summer? Maybe one person in particular. I would say that, uh, you know, Alex and I, we knew each other from before. You know, Alex always been aware since day one. So, like, we were on phone calls, like, meeting in the city. So, he was definitely, like, on my side. And then also, I got to say that I'm really grateful for Luke. Because our friendship became much, like, bigger. And also, like, we became much closer over the summer. You know, we had a lot of like talks about family, about relationship. I, I wish you would have seen like a, like some family talks that we had. But like, it was really nice to get to know more Luke on that side. And he was helpful. He gave me some uh, good advices. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad he was there. And then, of course, Sierra. Sierra's like a, a little sister, as I said before. And like, you know, and she was there listening. It's just like, for me at first, it was a really, it was really tough to open up. I'm a happy person and I like always to bring that happiness and bring, you know, like that light. I'm usually pretty drama free and, you know, I want everybody to feel good and having a good time. Uh, it's just that at one point I couldn't really handle it anymore. And, you know, I, there was a lot going on in my head and, uh, you know, I, I just had a, a breakdown and, uh, you know, I had to, I don't know, I started speaking to, to all my friends and uh, opening up about, like, you think. <laughs> nothing bad, nothing that, you know, wasn't unfixable, but still, like, it was something that was, like, hurting me. And I'm glad that I was able to, at one point to just, like, you know, be myself, be vulnerable. Yeah, and so, I don't want to so, come out and say, uh, yeah. like, oh, I can't wait to see it, because I, I don't want to see you like that, but I feel like it makes you more relatable. I'm scared, I'm scared to watch it myself. Really? Honestly. Yeah, because... I've been having fun so far watching all these last few episodes. Been, you know, funny. You know, like I love that trait of my personality. Uh, it's just like I don't know. It's like I feel like there was a switch. Not a switch. Like you know, I'm always like that. Like like funny like that. Like it's automatic to me. Like that's how I am. But like I don't know. At one point, like I felt like I started telling myself, "You're not a bachelor anymore." Like I mean, you are, but like you don't want to be like that. Like, you know, you've been doing that for years. You have been like having a lot of experience, like, and you got to be grateful for that. But you're, you know, I feel like probably that's also like my Italian side, like coming out, like, and, you know, the need of something more, like priorities to start changing. Like, you know, I feel like the kind of an evolution happened. It was hard to accept at first, but then, you know, like you can like deny like what is natural. Those situations help you grow into the person that you are. And it's like, yes, on one hand, we're going to watch back this scene that happened almost a year ago now where it was pretty difficult for you to get through. But then, I mean, from what I'm picking up from this interview, you seem to be in a happy place in a healthier relationship, you know, on the up and up. um, No, I got to be honest with you. Like I've probably seen, I've seen my dark days with the end of the summer, but like, I gotta say, I'm really happy right now. I think that's the thing that matters the most. I feel like I've been spilling you a lot of tea, but like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy. That's all I can say. That's amazing. You know, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy with everything, you know, like, I feel like it was necessary. That's why I'm seeing that one day I will look back at summer 2021 and I will look at a, 
summer 2021 with a smile. And I will be grateful for that. That's amazing. Even if still I don't feel like that, but I feel like I will get to that point. I'm grateful. And, you know, I just hope for the best for the next few months to come. And, uh, you know, well, you're going to Hawaii. I mean, person. you're going to have a good time in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm really excited. First time. I don't want to pry too much into your new lady, but we do know that you're seeing somebody new. We have put a little bit of the puzzle pieces together on this episode where you knew her before the summer, then things kind of, you know, a little wonky, but now you guys are back, back together. Yeah. I mean, in between has been tough. Yeah. Because it's been really tough. The in between has been like bad. Like, so basically, you have to pretend but, you like know. you're not dating, right? Like, mean? okay, it, first, is she going to be on the show? Uh, no. No, I mean, you, I'm going to have a glimpse, but she's not going to be. Okay. No, because this was like before, it was before the summer. Oh, okay. We, we ended, we ended out things before the summer. Okay. It's just like, you know, a few things that has been happening in my life over the summer made me realize like also like on the romantic side, you know, that like, you know, probably I, I found a person and like that I really was into it, but I didn't want to admit to myself. Yeah. I wanted to embrace the like bachelor mm-hmm. mentality and, you know, just like have fun, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm still young. I can still have fun. But the truth is like, there's a one point that if you find somebody that you really enjoy, like you can't hide that. I just thought that I was stronger than that. I thought I was like, you know, whatever. Like I dealt with a lot of a relationship in the past. I can deal with this one as well. Like, you know, I I can be by myself. And then, you know, like going through the entire page thing, you know, seeing like that, you know, she was like not into me. Like things weren't like, you know, didn't like work out. And like, you know, also Amanda and Kyle getting married, even if they went through a lot, but, you know, I'm a big fan of them. I think like at the end of the day, they, they love each other and they're, they're beautiful together like a lot of things made me realize that i didn't want to be a single guy i didn't want to like wake up uh with somebody new every day like i've done that you know i don't think yeah it's not fulfilling you know that's what i came to the realization and it came like that maybe that person that like i i met like in between like the the winter and the summer was like a person that like deserve more of my time because you know she made me feel great it took me a while to understand that and i thought it was like uh, and when i realized it was really too late but then you know things happen for a reason and you know we didn't speak for many months so nothing for me how did you win her back i couldn't do anything like about it you want to do another interview in a few weeks? <laughs> sure anytime you want to come on i know i don't even know like it was re- i just feel like she also realized that probably we were like meant to be i don't know i feel like it was i feel like we both like i tried right away to you know like uh, apologize and to sorry for disappearing sorry for like doing dealing the way that i did because what i did i, was, I put a wall and she was hurt and you know she was like trying to convince herself that you know i wasn't the right guy it was just like an illusion you know this guy is like not real it's not like like denying what like what actually happened in between us and i understand i put myself in the shoes like i was never mad i could never be mad like she was totally right i was like it was my fault so it was too late when i realized that and for months she didn't want to know anything about me uh but then you know after a few months i feel like we understood that second chance sometimes are working absolutely is she comfortable with the spotlight she's really like she's a really that's what i i like about her like she's really like uh chill like really down to earth like uh she's really like strong personality and you know she knows what she wants but like she's really supportive that's all i can say like she's really supportive like you know she she's been really supporting towards me the entire time she always like comes with me to events and stuff so you know i don't know about the spotlight but she definitely like really supportive and i appreciate that because it's beautiful to have somebody next to you that makes you feel that way and uh, you know you can always like rely on and uh it's right there next to so you. what are you waiting for to let the world know who she is is there a reason why you're keeping it a little bit more private i mean to be honest with you if you investigate a little bit more you can find it pretty easily but that's what we do here I we sleuth you, on the internet i know <laughs> i know no i was just waiting i don't know what's gonna happen 
in the next few episodes in the next few weeks so it's just like uh, i don't know and also because as i said before and like in some interviews before i like to take one step at a time and you know be cautious and you know don't like rush things even and you know i'm kind of private like you know i feel great about someone and you know i want to leave what i'm leaving with that someone like privately and then you know once like you're comfortable i feel like you can come out and like speak about it but you know some of my friends like from summer house they already met her they really enjoy like getting to know her and you know i'm I'm happy for it they heard so much about her and then finally <laughs> they met her. so that was uh that was really nice well andrea i'm happy that you're happy i can't wait until the world gets to meet her i mean i'll go do some internet sleuthing and i'll probably be able to figure it out but i won't let the cat out of the bag you can find her easily <laughs> I promise you, you can find it. You can find it really easily. There's a lot of like uh, clue around, like on my IG and Ooh. stuff. You can find her. Like I can, I think you can find her in, in the next thirty minutes if you want. Don't make me do this, Andrea. <laughs> okay. Well, before we wrap up with you, I want to do something I like to call the hot seat. Okay. I have five questions for you. Okay. The very first thing that comes okay. into your mind, you're gonna answer the questions. Okay. So do not overthink it. I'm ready. Let's okay, I have Andrea Denver from Bravo Summer House in the hot seat. If you had to pick one Summer House cast member to save your life, who would it be? Alex. Explain. I think he's a really loyal friend. He's a great person. And I just feel like if he would see you like in danger, like in an emergency, he would come up and help you. Second place, I would say Luke. For the same reason as uh, as I. Very nice. Okay, question number two. Who is the most famous person in your phone? Probably Madonna. Madonna? How do you have Madonna's phone number? You're not a good investigator. Okay, well, tell me. Please tell me you're not dating Madonna. Like, (laughs) Like, don't let that be your No, 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 no. No, no, no. I've never been anything close to, like, romantically involved. (laughs) Okay, okay. She's just, like... A great person, like I can only spend great work for her. Like it's funny because back in 2015, I was on a photo shoot and my phone, my phone started blowing because like apparently she did. She posted a picture of me on her Instagram, talking me and like putting four arts and say Rebel Art, which was like her new album coming out out of the blue. And she started following me. Then she unfollowed me, but like back then she followed me. And then uh, basically what happened, uh, like everybody started reporting the news because everybody was wondering who was the guy that she posted. And it was on TMZ, it was worldwide. Germany, Italy, UK, America, it was all over the news. And then I had the chance to get to know her. I was actually on one of her music videos, really brief appearance. Like, you don't even see me that much. I don't even mention it when they ask me which music videos I was into. But, like, I had the chance to get to know her. And then I saw her a few times, you know. And she's a sweetheart. She's a great person, great mom. Like, you know, she's a great mom to her children. Like, you know, she gave me really important advice. I can only spend really, really good work for her. Okay, question. And she's a Yeah, I mean, hello. Honorable mention, Paris Hilton. I mean, I want to know, but I feel like we'd be here all day. Oh, no. No, just friends. You know, we, especially when I first moved to the United States, we, we got a lot, like, she's like a sweetheart, like, there is like. That is amazing. Okay, question number three. On a scale from one to 10, how serious are you with the person that you're dating? Way more than 10. Andrea! Are we talking like wedding bells? We gotta be realistic, you know, you gotta take one step at a time, you know, and we just start, we just reconnected. So it would be too fast to talk like that, but, I gotta say that I, I've been feeling something I never felt before. That's all I can tell you. Like, I, I wanna be realistic, take one step at a time, you know, how, how hard life is, how many things can happen. But so far, I got like, that's also the, the entire re, because I honestly, for me to still think about someone after a long time, like, because that's, you know, what it went through, it doesn't happen often. Like, I can think of, like, you know, I have good memories about someone and, you know, like, oh, that person was a, like, great person. But, like, in a romantic way, it doesn't happen, in, like, every time. Like, maybe there's, like, a couple people that I can mention and uh, she was definitely one of them. And once again, what, I, what I've been feeling for her was, like, bigger than I ever felt before for anyone. Okay, question four. What do you like the least about America? Uh, you know, I love the Italian lifestyle. That's the only thing that I miss. I feel like you guys should take more vacation. I know that you're like, you gotta work, 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 and I love working. But sometimes I feel like you should guys relax more, especially I'm talking about like a New York City standpoint. I feel like people should relax more. 
Like I see a lot of people stress. I just feel like you guys should like do, I know you guys have that happy hour, but you should guys do that pity people. A little bit of snacks, like a spritz, a little bit of like Prosecco, and you know, just enjoy life even, even more. That's all. I love America. That was a great country. I'm so grateful for America. And, you know, I, that's why, you know, I'm getting a green card and I love the United States. Okay. Last question in our hot seat. How often do people ask to see your abs? I grew up showing my abs <laughs> a lot with people ask me all the time. <laughs> I get to see lately. They've been pretty Well, good. don't be like, shy, no, Andrea. Let's see it. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of lights. I'm so right. <laughs> <laughs> I I think somebody they didn't they haven't asked me in a while. Like, well, that's amazing. I gotta go fan myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, growing up, you slept in all the time, but lately, there's an awful lot. A good job to bringing that back. Let's bring that. Yes, back. we're definitely putting that on Instagram. That is for sure. Well, Andrea, thank you so, so much. I mean, I cannot wait to see more of you on Summer House. I'm going to miss you on Winter House Season 2, but I have a feeling it's far from over for you. All right, you guys, that's it. Another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks in the books. If you liked what you heard, which come on, we all know that you did, make sure to leave a review. You can do it on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It is very important to get the word out on MPT. We're trying to take over the world. So go ahead, give me a little boop, boop, five-star rating if you haven't already. I'll let you digest all that Andrea T. And if you want to see the abs that he just showed to me, it's on my Instagram at Morgan All right, guys. See you back here next week. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 